what's that? Is it time for another Disco Posse podcast? That's right, it is. Welcome back. My name is Eric Wright. If you're brand new to the show, I'm your host. If you're coming back, I'm still your host. And this is a really fun and like heartfelt conversation. Like this one's going to tug at the heartstrings and inspire you. Because you're going to hear from Tim Redmond, who is from Redmond Growth Initiatives. Tim is somebody who is successful in building, buying businesses, and not only being able to operate them, but then taking those practices, making them repeatable, and then taking them back to new teams and people to help guide their journey as a coach, as a mentor. And you hear about the adversity that Tim has gotten through to get where he was and where he is. And you realize why he's such a fantastic person to help lead people's journey. So you definitely got to check this out. So there you go. That's it. It's Tim Redman. Like I said, this one really just such a fantastic discussion. And, and it's going to go into areas that you're going to want to, you're going to want to start a company right after you see this. Trust me. Trust me. So, oh, speaking of C, yeah, you can head on over to the YouTube uh, and we, we have these on, on video as well. Did I tell you that? I think I may have told you that before. All right. Well, let's get to the people that make this happen. And that would be the amazing folks like JR and the team at the Shift Group. You want to build and scale your sales organization with elite professionals who come from a background of elite sports. This is literally the best possible way that you can drive success and culture in your startup. JR understands people, understands the sales machine. He has built himself and his team into something that's repeatable. And now he's going back and really, really targeting amazing elite professionals, turning them into successful BDRs, AEs, SDRs, whatever you call those, any part of your sales organization. Your next CRO is going to come from the Shift Group. I'm telling you that that's the case. So go to shiftgroup.io, hear what JR has to say, get connected, and build your culture as well as your successful sales organization. If you do it right, you follow the team at Shift Group, that's how you're going to get there. Because if you just hire salespeople, they are not going to build you, they're going to build themselves. So build your culture first. And hey, while you're at it, don't forget that you got data that you got to get backed up and protected. How do you do that? Easy. You go to Veeam Software. The folks at Veeam are fantastic. So go to vee.am forward slash discoposse. How do I know that that's the place to go? Because it's got my name on it. And folks at Veeam are amazing. So whether it's going to be your on-premises, whether it's your cloud, whether it's your virtuals, whether it's your physicals, whether it's your containerized workloads, you've got to protect them. SaaS, back that SaaS up all sorts of things that you need to protect and they're growing into new parts with stuff like automated disaster recovery is fantastic go to vee.am forward slash disco posse all right let's get to tim redmond from redmond growth on the disco posse podcast this is tim redmond i'm the ceo of redmond growth consulting and i'm so pleased to be with you today and in introducing another episode of disco posse podcast Welcome to the Disco Posse Podcast. 
that's the that's what i always tell people that's like when you see the on-air go light on you like when i hear that phrase and over we're ready to go tim thank you so much i like i'm already excited we've we've spent a, a a glorious eight minutes together just getting prepped and i'm i'm already fired up this is so cool thank you for joining and yeah it's so great to be here eric your your background is incredibly interesting to me what you're doing is incredibly important to me and the way you do it i find even in the moments i've taken in a lot of your content from some of your other speaking opportunities and stuff uh, so i it's kind of a cheat i feel like i know you a lot already because i've been taking in some <laughs> of your 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 speaking uh and so this is it's an honor to share a microphone with you coincidentally we have both at the same microphone so i know we're i'm among friends here which is kind of this cool. is so cool yeah <laughs> so tim for folks that are brand new to you if you don't mind let's just give a quick intro and, and we'll talk about redmond growth and kind of yeah. what what you're what you're doing and then we'll get to how you got there which is actually i think an even more important part of the story yeah we're uh i uh i i was really kind of segue into what I'm doing. I was traveling around the world speaking and sharing lessons on leadership and growth mindsets and strategies to all kinds of groups. And they would come up to me afterwards and they said, Hey, do you offer coaching? I go, well, what's your question? And sometimes I spend an hour with them, giving them coaching, not realizing that people actually built a business around coaching and they're getting paid big bucks to do it. So, uh, you know, I may be small, but I sure am slow. So it did take me a little bit to, uh, to catch on to this. And uh, so I shifted from uh, the speaking circuit to really building a, a coaching program. And we, have we, we help all kinds of businesses. I started out just coaching only. Now the model that I follow is we have a do it for you and a do it with you coaching mechanism here, Eric. Because my clients, I'd tell them, do these three things or these are the seven things to keep in mind when you do a homepage on your website or whatever. Did you get that done? No, I'm, you know, their hair's on fire and they're just trying to get through the day, <laughs> you know, just to survive. And uh, so that's where we, we've got, a, we've got a, uh, a do it for you implementation team where we show them the blueprint and you say, okay, give me, give me three months and we'll implement this blueprint for you. And so we do it for all kinds of businesses, but mainly service-based companies, contractors, home builders, plumbers, electricians, virtually any kind of business, but those are who we aggressively go after in terms of our marketing. So, well, And I, you can say in a way that you found that niche and that people that are, are into service and customer focus that are super customer-centric. We always we overuse this phrase in our industry of like customer centricity. Like you think that everybody would be customer centric, right. but when you're in the, in the service business, it's not purely transactional. There's a much more deep impact on the reputational, you know, connection to your previous customers that will get you new customers. And this is why right. in those scenarios, coaching, and people skills, those like soft skills, as we call it, are so much more important. And but there's a technical thing that gets you there. Like it's it is impressive to me, you know, how we don't see it. We just think of somebody like they're a CEO. 
like they have a function. You're like, no, the CEO is the chief revenue officer. They're the chief everything right. officer, yes. right? For they they need help. Just because they're the CEO and they're amazing at what they're doing doesn't mean that they're as good as they need to be or can be. Right. And getting and, that coaching and that leadership help and and yeah. it, it's even mentors need mentors. Which right. is an interesting the, thing too. The best, the best get better because they get coaches. Most people in life are not trained on how to build a business. Most people are trained in life. It's kind of a Michael Gerber offtake with the E myth. You know, most people are trained to be a technician. Uh, it may be transplanting human hearts. <laughs> it may be, you know, putting new ventilation up or fixing a pipe. Uh, so we, we come alongside and none of us are as smart as all of us. And so we help them in their marketing. We help them in their sales process and their closing and their scripts and training their frontline staff and uh, productivity and accountability systems and cash flow management. So we help them in all these areas because I've had 2000 businesses I've worked with in the last 10 years where myself or one of my uh, coaches, we've actually personally worked with them on a weekly basis to, to make the numbers, uh, make the needles move. And so, yeah, we're, we, we, we've already solved a lot of the problems you haven't even run into yet. You know, that's, that's the benefit of having somebody who's coached uh, thousands of companies. So it's, it's a lot of, a lot of fun. I, I tell you, Eric, I love, I, I was just talking to a plumber the other day. And which, by the way, some of those guys are a lot more wealthy than you would think. Well, <laughs> yeah, all I see, think of a plumber and I think of their butt crack. That's all I think about. Well, you know, there's more to a plumber than his butt crack. So this guy was making three to five thousand dollars a month. I was just talking to the other day. He is now just using our systems, implementing our stuff. Uh, he is now making between 40 and 50 thousand dollars of profit every month. And he's able to go on vacations and his business pays him while he's on vacation. He's yeah. like, that's a whole new concept for some of these guys. So it's a, it's an absolute blast of what I get to do. And this is really the thing of when somebody starts, especially, you know, that sort of a thing, right. Or I'm good at a skill. So I'm going to turn the skill into a, into a business and that you're, you're literally one-to-one -one on profitability. Like you, you can only profit as much as you can put into it and, and not take out. And you can only put as much into it as you are physically capable of doing. And that's great for a lot of folks, right? They can, they can be contractors, they can be whatever, you know, and then there's the many to one where you could say, I can maybe do coaching or I can do, you know, consulting or I can help a team of people. And so there's a bit more than just one to one. Maybe it's like three to one as far as sort of profitability based on effort. Yeah, right. But those are still small ratio numbers. And, you know, kind of the jump you're talking about there is empowering somebody to take what he's done for himself or she for herself and say, like, how do I scale this model? Right. You know, right. stay within my level of growing and operating this business, but scale what's underneath it. And it's, if they're that good at doing that scaling, 
they'd be in the scaling businesses business, right? Like, but they're plumbers yeah. and whatever. Right. So right. They're, let's help them scale what they're really good at, which is it's hard to find people that can do that. <laughs> Well, let me, let me, let me talk to your audience here because you've got some really smart people that may be almost as smart as you, Eric, and, uh, there's in the technical field. And so, you know, you look at the type of economies that, you know, I read the Harvard business reviews and, and wall street journal and, um, and most books that have pictures in it too. So, uh, but you know, you talk about the a the different uh, different economies that are coming on the economy of sharing the economy and uh, the experience economy. We're really coming into a coaching economy. So right now, I'm a coaching company. I've got near 200 clients. I've got a whole team of coaches and support team, and we built this whole thing. We know what we're doing coaching, and yet right now I've got four companies coaching me in certain aspects I want to get better at, you know, I mean, I take my own medicine and so it's okay for you to be a coach in your area of expertise. And it's okay for you to get coached if you want to become better, whether it's scaling or just even, you know, I'm, I'm getting coaching in very specific aspects of our business, of our processes in here. And so this is kind of like the age that we're living in right now. And so I, I kind of, uh, Mr. Magoo kind of stumbled into it, but it really, uh, I, I think we stumbled into something really big. And it's very defining to be conscientious of that. Well, and this is a, it's always interesting to me when I meet folks like yourself and there's a, a, a really exciting humility in your approach to it. And because you even talk about, you know, we use phrases like smart, you like, we definitely, we want to always pump up, you know, folks that you're coaching and you're working with and you're talking to. And it's funny, you know, you, even in the way you describe yourself, you already downplay a lot of what you bring to this world, other than your incredible coaching skills, but you're, you're a technician as well. I mean, you came from, from doing some real deep hands-on work in, in, in finance and auditing, and you've got an interesting background, so Tim, you know, here you are today and you've people, done your I homework, know, Eric. I, I'll say, here's Tim Redmond. I know he's a coach and, and somewhere out there, there's like, I mean, Tim, the auditor. <laughs> so how do you go See, from you know, where you began to where you are? Right, right. No, that's a good question. I, I used to be a CPA. I mean, worked for uh, what is now PricewaterhouseCoopers. And, you know, CPA stands for constant pain in the <laughs> abdomen. In the abdomen, right? We're live here. So uh, you, know, you don't have to do any editing there. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I remember being in advanced accounting. All right. The world's most boring class. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually paying money for this. And I had senioritis. It was my last semester taking advanced accounting. And, uh, and I remember writing. I paid attention a little bit. I think I got an A in the class. But I remember writing down all these types of businesses I wanted to start. I had like pages of this. And one of them was if I didn't become a lawyer, uh, yeah, I was going to be a consultant because there's so many of these businesses I like that, man, I want to dive myself into as many as I can, you know? And so 
that's why we're we're expanding our coaching now. I'm looking at businesses divide. It's just like like I want to participate in some of that upswing, but it's it's been so interesting. It's always been a desire of mine to coach or consult. I don't know why or how that got into me. I'm I'm one of eleven kids, and maybe I grew up having to coach, you know, as we go along just for survival sake. But um, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's been an interesting process to go CPA to building a software company to sell it to a Fortune 500 company to traveling around the world speaking to going into coaching and it wasn't easy initially. <laughs> it was a lot of hard work and really had to rediscover, reinvent different aspects that I thought I had down. But we're I'm absolutely loving it. I feel the smile of God on me as much doing this as anything I've ever done. So. Things are good. Well, I think that's, you remind me, I, I, I tried to explain this to a friend of mine the other day because I said, I've got a fairly diverse background in, in what I, how I got here, you know, wherever here is, you know, I was a, yeah. I was a landscaper and then I was a shoe repairman. I was literally a cobbler. Then I worked in clothing <laughs> retail and then worked for an explosives company. And then like, so I've got this really strange resume. The only thing I've never done was food service. Cause the idea that I could do something wrong and someone could die from it really, really kind of scared me <laughs> out of that. So I never got into the food thing, but I did a lot of other things. And I always, I, I had this interesting mindset whenever I did anything, Whenever I learned anything or I watched how somebody did something, the way that I approach it is, what if I had to become so good at this that I needed to support my entire future and family off it if I ran wow. it as a business? So, so whatever I pick up, I immediately think like how, what's not, and I say shortcut, which is actually not, I don't think a shortcut. What is the way that I can get so good at this that it looks like there was a shortcut used? And when I hear your, really and I watched your path from like looking through your history and career, and you've got this incredibly diverse background and this, the humility you bring to it, like I said, it's so rare because, and that's what makes you a fantastic coach is because I'll say it's, you're never above or below it, right? It, it, you definitely seem to me like if, if you're at, over at a friend's house and they've got a $5 million house and he's holding a shovel in his hand, you'd reach into his garage and you'd grab another shovel. But at the Why same not? time, you would do something else, right? Like, so th there's, there's something you can tell when people genuinely are willing to do what it takes to get to what's next. And that's right. what, right. what's needed. God, we need yeah. more of you. We need more Tim's. We need more Tim Redmond's in this world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, I tell you what, I, I, I love getting to work with people. And to be able to see them apply themselves to a process that rewards them abundantly. And there's a lot of frustration in the world, Eric, because uh, there are those of us that are working our butt off and we're not getting the commensurate reward. And so there's a lot of frustration and anger. And uh, so I like to run into the fire, not run out of the fire, run into the fire and say, okay, let's, let's sort this, 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 let's resort this thing. And then let's tap into this internal wiring you've got to really 
live a better game where you can produce things that that people love. You know, I, I wrote a whole book here, and this is not a big advertisement for this, but it's Power to Create. And in this book, I redefine this scary term called wealth that people are like, you know, who wants more money? I do. Well, how many of you have seen people messed up by money, ruined by money? Oh, I have. Well, why do you want more of what ruins other? <laughs> there's, right. this, there's this cognitive dissonance. Yeah, so I redefine wealth as creating value to serve other people. And, you know, how pure is that? Now it's, there's motives and there's honesty and dishonesty, but, you know, I have spoken to a group of people outside of Accra, Ghana, and, and, um, places that only a Jeep can get to in some of the villages in the Philippines and I've been in Zurich and London. I've done I've done all kinds of different environments. And this to to ignite people to create wealth. Uh, and I actually redefine that as the core of people's purpose. That that sets me on fire. That gets me up early in the morning. So so much. I I wrote a twenty five year plan for my business career last year when I was sixty. I'm 61 now. And uh, so I'm just, I, you know, it's, I don't know if this is beneficial for uh, the folks watching this here, but I just want to say we're waiting for the wiring that you have. And, uh, and I hope it wakes up and it's fully unleashed. So for the good That's, of the others. Uh, that, and that is the thing, this idea of like, what, what excites you? Like I, cause there's a lot of things we look to inspire ourselves and you know whether you whether you go on instagram every morning and you check when jocko willink woke up because he takes a picture of his watch right and like that sort of that thing of like you know that 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 i i always look at that and i'm like jocko you can just go back to bed for a couple hours it's okay you know or david i just Dogan. heard i just heard him for the first time two weeks ago nice. the guy is like he he talks to people and he's pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> Stop. Don't even look my way, Jocko. Okay. <laughs> I know. Well, go ahead. I'm so, freedom. Yeah. You know, he's got, he's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. got a style that's interesting. And like David Goggins and these guys, every time I look and it's like, you'll see David Goggins. He's like, you know, it's got an incredible personal story and, and he's an inspiring human for sure. But he'll be taking a selfie, you know, and he's like looking down the street. He says, you see that? There's no one here. It's because it's four o'clock in the morning, but I'm going for a run. Where are you? Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. I'm like, David, yeah. put your shirt yeah. back on. You don't need to do that, dude. It's okay. <laughs> like, so there's, there's kind of like this. I'm a type A minus personality. I'm like, I like to like do things, but I don't feel the need to like break the mold, be the leader, whatever. I, I enjoy innovating on an existing idea, mostly through empower, like getting a, getting a person to see more in themselves right. than they could realize right. they had. That's you're a gift, Eric, just a short time. I mean, I, I, I hope I've met a new friend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll be, I'll be like you fed a stray dog. I'm going to keep coming back. <laughs> so No, that's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, so like Tim, when I, there's a lot of interesting things that I often think that connect people together. And it's when you can highlight that for them. It's like, 
even as like skill set. So like accountants meet accountants. Ray, we're both in accounting. We should automatically be friends, right? Not maybe not necessarily. What it's usually it's right. the it's the and that connects people. And I said, so I'm a I'm a technology marketer and a guitarist, you know, and yeah. uh, I'm also, right. you know, I, I I I cycle and I do things and those are quite often more important in personal connections and ultimately like mentoring engagements. So what you find is like other things. So I, I look and even in, in, in researching about your life, Tim, you know, I, and what do I do? I find videos of you hundreds of yards out sending bullseye bullets <laughs> in a oh field. My. You are, you got a diverse set of personal. Yes. You, you know, saw my long range. That, that was actually a client. And I wanted to test him, test what he had out. So we were popping targets a thousand yards out. That was, it was just phenomenal. But go ahead. You, you did do your research. That's impressive. I, the, I hope it wasn't too depressing though. Oh, it was fantastic. No, no. And this is, you know, like I said, when I, when I see the, the diversity of backgrounds and acceptance of how, good that is right to yourself because quite often people think like i'm i'm going nowhere because i've come from all these different places it's very easy for people to get lost in not understanding that being pretty good at a bunch of things is actually fantastic right. and they right. often get stuck thinking i'm not good at any one thing i'm like no but you're you're really good you're good at a bunch of things most people right. are not even right. un able to unlock that yeah. So when you see people, Tim, who who are, you know, seeming successful to by any measure of a lot of people's, you know, you know, metric. How do you how do you begin to help them help towards what their next goal is? Yeah, that's uh you're going to uncork some, you're like a surgeon that dives right into <laughs> the heart. So I, I, I actually pray a little prayer and uh, it's Lord, show me your glory. So that's my own personal religious perspective. I'm not trying to push that down anybody's throat, but, but that unique ability to create well that that is the thing that really makes a difference and if i can see a glimpse of that and then i can just even if i notice what i notice and i mention that to the person sometimes that's the confirmation they need to keep going i'll say it's it's an interesting thing because people often get stuck on the it's spirituality Religion is a way in which we witness spirituality, but right. there is a beauty in that, beauty. right? That yeah. spirituality oh, yeah. in itself, you know, whatever the the thing that gives you that inspiration is what's needed. And it's can be what you need to do is you need to find it in yourself. And I think that's what, what I always look, you know, I, and watch people that are they're in a coaching program. The biggest thing that we've whenever I'm mentoring somebody. I find it's like even therapy, you know, the first thing you're doing is trying to convince that person that you're actually finding you don't need them. It's a bizarre thing because <laughs> you, 
you don't want to go that's insightful be, you don't want to be broken so the first kind of like bunch of hours is often spent of them like talking about how great things really are and then you and you, you listen to all that and you actually hear the signal underneath the noise of it and then you then you can say okay you you really seem to be focused on this and you seem to sort of shy focus away from this what i'm hearing you actually say is this and right. then they're like oh. and like now you can Boom. you Boom. get to get actually get like, that's blah, when you blah, actually get started right. yeah it's really good yeah I, I i find that uh coaching people is you know it's like like a teacher's a student twice you know i i prepare for it and then during the exchange it's not just a monologue, it's an exchange. And I get paid for doing what I love to do and I get huge benefit and insight by diving into the thinking processes of somebody else. I'm mentoring a young man, he's 25, and the world, the world is his oyster. I mean, just he's ready to take on the world. And I think he's got enough humility mixed with that confidence. And uh, so I met with him at 10 o'clock from 10 to 11 session here. I still do some coaching. And uh, I just, I mean, I just, uh, when I walk away, when I see him think and hear him think, I'm like, oh, that's moving some gears on the inside of me. So I'm, I'm always the better man for it. It's, it's, a, it's a great exchange. It's, isn't it a, it's almost a, that's why I love people always say like, you know, should we, you know, charge money to like, you know, like charge money to guests to come on the podcast. I'm like, I suppose I could. And there's a lot of people that do that, but I'm like, why I'm the one who's, I should be paying them. Like I, I, I come away smarter every bloody time. That's a, that's one thing I adore about this, but, and that really, I think is a great thing I want to dig in on Tim. Staying close to the reality of what you do while also scaling as a business. How do you, how do you keep that mix where you never get too far from the real activity that like the purpose of Redmond growth, but also stay enough to actually scale it and, and really run it as an organization? Yeah. Uh, a lot of that has to do with, I require myself and my COO to maintain a set of clients that we work on. Now we have a, we have a designated coach model where, you know, a client has one coach they go to, but we also have a group element there where they get introduced to other coaches. They have access to these uh, 20 minute uh, laser coaching sessions with anybody. I mean, I've got any of these clients can get a hold of me. And uh, so we stay actively coaching and uh, that's, both individually. So again, I, I'm maintain maybe about eight to 10 clients and, uh, it's not, it's maybe a third of what I used to do. And, uh, but I also dive into the group coaching, uh, calls and, um, sometimes those can be pretty feisty because we're talking about people's business. They're talking yeah. about putting bread on the table. It's, uh, you know, do I expand now? And do I, you know, what do I do when this 
employee quits and now he's my competitor. <laughs> he's learned all the tricks I've showed him. And there's all kinds of uh, really interesting things that, you know, uh, even money management, money management's primarily emotional management, you know, it's yeah. state management. So uh, where do you go with that? There's all kinds of things that we're, we're diving into with that. So there's no, there's not a sacred cow. We can't talk about If we can't talk about a certain thing, then we really don't want to invite, improvement and growth into that area. So um, that's why I hire coaches to speak to me. You know, I want to make sure my blind spots are covered. And, you know, I continue to grow, you know, just love growth. Let's talk about the difference and the importance of truth and motivation. Sometimes we get somebody that comes to us and they need, they need a boost and truth is harsh sometimes. So there's a, you have to take care in how you meter it out, but it's right. also critically important in my mind that you don't hold it back. You're obviously much more out there, especially when you're talking about someone's business and they're thinking about affecting the lives of many others. So yeah, there, yeah. There are points where you have to say like, Hey, this is, I got, I got some hard truth for you, but this is what you have to do. Yeah. 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 So how do you, how do you do both? And this is a, you know, it's, it's, it's not always easy. And I've had clients quit me when we've done the reality therapy session. Now um, that was more me and not them. Why? Because they're buying a service from me and I, I got to package this in a way they can handle it. I can easily say, well, they just couldn't handle it. And I'm justified and I stay stupid. You know, that's, that's not helping anybody. So uh, I, I think we need to, to move towards one of my uh, great mentors and philosophy on this. And that's Mary Poppins. And a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Matter of fact, I want you to sing that now, Eric. To, no, <laughs> uh, you can probably sing it. So, uh, uh, you know, we got to make sure that when we deal with the uh, realities of, um, of what's going on and for them to embrace, you know, a business is a mirror, a relationship is a mirror, uh, you know, attempts at doing things is a mirror, and it shows right back at us. And sometimes we don't want to pay attention to what we see in that mirror. And so it is very important to, to uh, deal the, the spoonful of sugar, maybe humor. Uh, it may be uh, just uh, self degradation. I'm, I'm, I'm not against myself, but you know, humility comes from the word humma, you, you know, uh, humus, and which is mean dirt. And it just reminds us humility is a reminder that we're dirt bags, you know, we're made yeah. of dirt, made <laughs> chemicals. And so I'm not above or below anybody. Uh, but if I can get you laughing about it, or if I can get you saying, you know what, you want to talk about some something that just is off the stupid meter, you know, I was the, I, I won the trophy that year. You know, it's so it's, it's being honest with your own mistakes. And uh, if you're talking down and you're, you're not vulnerable to somebody you're wanting to bring life into and bring a reality and helping them embrace what's there, 
if if you can't own that or you can't get us all laughing then then you don't deserve to dive into that part of his heart you know it's it's like we have some some dentists that are just they stick the needle <laughs> you know my my daughter's a finishing her first year in dental school and then we have some dentists that you hardly even know they were in there and they you know they yeah. so yeah. you know it's it's it does take a little bit of tact and skill um you know and and to the person receiving it you know uh hey you're not as ugly as what you're afraid of being revealed just deal with it own it embrace it and because we need you to grow, we need you to work through what you're working through you know, to help me with what I'm working through. And, and the person delivering it is just like, you know, how you do it is as important as what you say, you know, and don't justify yourself for being clumsy in how you say it because you're so justified in what you're saying. That's, that's just a lack of skill. That's just, that's just not developing yourself so that somebody else can receive it better. Don't you think? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And now the fun part about, we often have this thing we call, it's the known knowns, right? It's like, so come so when somebody gets to you, they're ready, right? They've, they've done something. They've achieved some sort of mental milestone that says I've, I've got a limit. And I need to get past this limit and I need help. And, and Tim Redmond's the person that's going to get me right, there. Right, right, right. When you look in it, when you walk into a room of people that don't know that you're Tim Redmond or that don't know that they need help, what's the, what is the way that we can help someone know that they've got a surpassable limit if they don't see it yet themselves? Yeah, well, uh, if they're if their obstacle that they refuse to embrace is directly re affecting your lifestyle, then this, it, it is your matter. Most things that we try to rescue and save really aren't are any of our damn business, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so don't, don't try to save people from stuff. They're not, you know, it, it, it's like, it's like having an answer to questions that nobody's asking you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like find find your tribe find people that 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 want you need you but if they're not open you know it's like the saying you know when the student is ready the teacher appears you know but if you're if you're the teacher and you're wanting to appear and just the stupid student just can't see the brilliance yeah. of who you are you know that's arrogance and uh you know, the prideful, the arrogant people, they stumble and fall because they don't see clearly. They're delusional. You know, it's so, you know, it's a, you know, the people business, you know, we're, we're, we're so tough and yet we're so fragile. And uh, so, uh, you know, be an answer to, to somebody who's asking you the question, but you don't have, you can know something and not have to say it. <laughs> my COO is one of my sons and uh, very, very bright, smarter than me. And uh, so I'm like, you know, like let's take some CBD uh, toilet paper, calm your butt down. That's what CBD stands for. Calm your <laughs> butt down. Uh, so just know something, but don't have to say it. You know, that's, it's kind of a, I don't know if you're looking for that response, but it's probably a little bit different than maybe. No, it's good. It, it, 
it is it's insightful yeah and i think of the interesting thing and i've given that i've done my own work in like keynotes and public speaking people yeah. often ask and they'd say like how do you get good at speaking it scares the crap out of me every time <laughs> kind of kind of exciting that way me and too. it was me a thing i actually had to get past it like when i was a kid i had a you know a, a real negative situation and it was like i i, I told myself to, wow. i'm going to get through that right and so the when i go and i speak to larger audiences even if it's just a group of people even if it's just 10 people sitting in a circle you know at a, at right, a group right. dinner table what i've learned to be able to do is that i'm i'm spurring the conversation so that i can listen and people often they remember wow. they remember me thinking like i'm the one that's like talking but the funny thing is i'm just i'm like just triggering them getting rolling and it's because they individually they once they get get out there and they're free to share it's so much more enjoyable and then i ultimately learn from everything and i so i when i when i do people uh coaching for public speaking i call it teaching people how to listen to 500 people at a time wow because that's you're up there and you're profound. you're that's basically if you go up there and talk, you'll be one hour older, and so will all those people in the room, and then that's it. They'll be, they'll be looking at their phone, they're looking at their watch, but if you go up there and listen and let them guide you through your presentation, it's, uh, it's a big thing. And, and in coaching, wow. same thing. I imagine that you, you are, you're that here already, like in, even in the way we talk, it's like, you you almost don't want to talk because you like you you cue me all the time. It's it's fantastic because it's just such a sign that you want to involve people in yeah. a, in a conversation, not just listening to you. Which is some people just like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've got Eric Wright on the on on the connection <laughs> here, so I want to want to drain your brain, man. Share the wealth. <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is, uh, it doesn't take a lot. It, it's not humility, it's reality. You know, it's like, I already know what I know. I don't know what you know. <laughs> you know so. When you, when, when did it start for you? Because this isn't, this isn't something that showed up when you were, when you were 35, Tim. I can imagine that you've got 11 kids in your family. It's, you know, no. So you, you probably, you probably had some early traits. When did you know that this is something that you were going to be fantastic well, at? Well, I, um, yeah, it's another one of those shoot the arrow in the deepest part of my heart. And I, I almost get emotional. Just stop that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, for me, I was, I was born with a lot of complications, double cleft palate. Didn't expect me to live through the day, the, through, through the week. My parents ran me to get baptized. And somebody that was not what he said he was announced a curse over me and said, this boy will never be a public speaker. And uh, so I, I, you know, I lived under that curse. And I lived under the being super shy. And then I was in another, in an accident when I was 15, my brother was there and he was killed and I was not expected to live. 
And uh, so, and then that with the brain injury I had, I had to learn to read and write all over again. They didn't expect me to come out of it or it was going to be a vegetable, but it's just, I've lived a life of defying the odds and uh, God's grace, lucky, whatever you say, uh, persistence, um, you know, and so when did I discover this? It's just, you know, I'm, I'm either going into an adversity or coming out of an adversity or I'm in the middle of an adversity. And so it's not that uh, something's wrong with me. I may have put myself in there, but life is a process of overcoming adversity. And so I've learned that. And I want to, I see other people living under what Adler says is just living under the power of their inferiority complex rather than overcoming it. And, uh, and so that, you know, I just want to help other people discover their greatness. And um, so I, you know, it's, it, it really hit me when I was 16, I was coming out of that learning to read and write again. And, uh, and then just, as I came more to myself, I just said, you know what, I've, I've got something to share and I'm not sure I was so shy and so introverted. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but just stepping through a lot of uh, doing things afraid most of my life. So that's, that's part of it. I'd say that it doesn't seem like you found it. I think it found you. Well, okay. Now you're stop doing those statements. You're going to get me crying right on the line here. I'm, Supposed to be a he-man. So no, that's you are you are amazing. Stop that, Eric. I think the adversity university. I, I this is the, wow. the the life lessons that I wish. I wish there was a way that we could expose everybody to enough adversity to create that immune response to get through it. And I think that's what. Wow you tend to find people that are successful. It's never because it's been a string of successes. It's because there's been a string of surpassable defeats right, and, right. and, and like dealing with adversity and embracing it. Look, I, in my own very recent weeks, even, you know, like kind of just suddenly broadly accepting that stuff that I'm not 49 years old. I realized I'm like, there's shit that I should not be doing every day. Like, cause I'm just not good at this. I'm done with it. I, and instead I used to be develop anxiety over not being able to do it. And I would try and I would try. And like, at some point you're just like, I'm banging my head against this wall. And I finally, you know, accepted that I'm just going to get help for this. And I'm going right. to do something else that I'm really good at that will yeah. allow me to fund getting that help. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's really, really, really good. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, it's, uh, you know, I like to work with people that are hungry and I don't like to work with somebody that's not hungry. Uh, you know, you, you got to pick yourself up. You can't just carry people right. and uh, you, you actually train them in, poverty mindsets uh, if you pick them up and you're the rescuer you know they come in and they work with you so uh, yeah this has been it's been really good uh eric you're probably one of the most unusual podcasters i've met and uh <laughs> i'm experiencing you live for the first time so i uh i i hope your tribe is uh growing and uh and you're discovered even more so that's thank you it's really been cool yeah. 
it definitely is. It's been exciting because like you said, when you go and you get to like learn from all these people, I, I think of, yeah. and I, so part of why I like the long form too. And I think I sort of mentioned as we, before we got recording, I said, I used to just do it as like, people told me, they're like, whatever you do, don't go longer than like 20 minutes, 30 minutes max. Cause people don't have an attention for yeah, stuff. Right. Right. And I went back to just like first principles thinking of like, why is it that people say that you can't be, pay attention for this long? And so, well, because you're listening to the same crappy first 20 minutes <laughs> over and over again. Yes. And what I realized was when people even would approach me and say like, how, how are we going to start this conversation? Like, what are the questions you're going to ask? And I can tell I'll tell you what the first question is going to be. And the second question will be based on the answer of the first one. Like that's, that's all I can tell you. I can tell you yeah. thematically where we're going to go. But as I've continued to be able to do this, being able to meet people and hear stories like this, and like there's things that you hear in the way they say it. And that's why I love the video side of it too. has been so fantastic because people are like, right. you can see. That's why even before we did audio, I always recorded with video. I remember talking with us, it's a good friend of mine. And I was, this, this one never actually got published, but I, I should have, because we had, there was a really long, I was testing something out and I said, like founders mentality, right? What I'm going to talk to people. And it was like three hours we talked. Wow. And you really, you're in, you're opening your, your soul up. Uh, like after half an hour, you run out of talking points. That's kind of like right. most people like hit the wall. Right. And I remember asking him, so I said, like, what's the thing that's the most difficult thing that you've had to face, you know, as a, as a, as an owner, as a leader. And I could see his face, like sort of like wrinkle up a bit. And he was walking, he was just like pacing as he was talking with me on, on zoom. And it's just like this long, it's like 20 seconds. And I didn't say anything. It's like, he's thinking and he says, I, I don't know that we're going to be here in a month. I'm, when I'm done this call, I'm going to be talking to investors and I'm looking for what, you know, what are the emergency options we've got? Cause I don't know that we've got enough runway to keep going. Yeah. Wow. And it was like that. I, I, I was sitting there like, Oh God, <laughs> oh my. like that wasn't, that wasn't the answer I was expecting. And it was like to yeah. see the ability for somebody to feel comfortable, right. share right. that moment. And he's been, and I can tell you with confidence that month came and went. So did customers, so did revenue and incredible growth has happened for, for him. And Amazing. Well the fire. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. that's the stuff that I love about, you know, doing this is I, you know, like, to hear your story, Tim, it's like, like I was getting ready to, to tear up, you know, just hearing what you've been through and your ability to come out the other side of that and see other people's lives as being what you need to affect and not be focused on yourself. That's a, it's a gift that you've got that I'm proud that you're sharing it with the world. Yeah. Well, good. It's been really good to be here. So Eric, uh, I got a been- question about the writing, because I know that's one thing that's, an interesting challenge of like right. having a right. practice and, and being good at it in practice. How did you translate that into like creating the book? 
Well, I, uh, you know, I, when I was traveling around, I had a nonprofit, I did a lot of faith-based churches, but also governments, trained a bunch of pastors with uh, John Maxwell, who's this leadership guy down in Boga, about 600 pastors down in Bogota, and uh, do these business conferences. And so uh, what I would teach on, I would teach on so much that on uh, this particular book, I actually did a, a curriculum, a DVD curriculum, Power to Create, and just, you know, eight lessons for how to uh, how to incorporate, understand wealth, and how to incorporate it in, into your life practically, regardless of the economic position. So, and I've written uh, four books, and they've, they've come out of just lessons that I've practiced a lot, I've taught a, a lot, so it's just a matter of writing it down it's a very very arduous process for me because i you know i like every word i i layer the sentences with a lot of meaning and um so it's 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 hard work but it's really enjoyable to go through it on on this book i hated myself and hated everybody and hated the process until my fourth huge revision and then i finally said okay boom it clicked but it yeah. didn't click until then, and it's just the 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 just the the grind to get through it. It's like I used to, you know, in high school, I used to wrestle, and so it's like, well, how strong are you in the third period, you know? And it's just grinding it through, you know. And that's that's kind of what what you have to do. And um, same with the coaching. And I don't know whether. Uh, did I, did my folks contact you about, uh, offering some kind of a, a deal to the folks that we did not, um, I feel I, I, but holy moly, Tim, if, if I could share your, your knowledge, yeah. your book, anything with, with my audience, yeah. I would absolutely love yeah. to do If anybody that. wants a signed copy of that, boom, just, uh, email me, Tim at Redmond growth. And, um, All right. I'm writing this down. Want- I'm writing this down. This is fantastic. You are, God, you're such a good human. And then, and then uh, what we do in our coaching is we have what we call a growth plan where we've already identified if they're a good fit or not. And then we do a growth plan where we analyze the business strengths and weaknesses. We see your goals, your desire. We'll actually build in our first coaching meeting, which you can get to that level free. We actually build a business model for you that shows you your capacity, which is just eye-opening for people. But then what we do in the growth plan is after we identify where you want to go and what are your obstacles and the strengths, then we will actually build a coaching pathway and we'll give you eight to 10, sometimes even more concrete actions for you to take is very unveiling it's very unselfish it's it's hugely beneficial most most companies that go through it they can add another hundred thousand dollars of profit to the business in the next 12 months so that's why we normally charge twenty five hundred dollars for this process it's it's so well worth it but if they identify themselves as i love eric wright or they give you a five-star review and they identify it and they email me, Tim at Redmond Growth or find our, go to our website, but they have to just identify themselves as Eric Wright. Then we'll waive that $2,500 fee and we'll give you the whole, the whole impact of that growth plan and all the, all the insight. There's no obligation to work with us. 
you know, we may not even want to work with you after we're done with it. We may not right. see that it's a fit, but, uh, but it's, I've never, it's always been a very worthwhile time for business owners. So that's fantastic. Like Thank you that. very much. Yeah. Well, and I, I and that's a great thing I'd, I'd love to, to say is before we close out here, Tim, the best thing you can do as a business owner is to, is choose the customers you shouldn't work with. And it's funny that <laughs> it's very easy for people to get wrapped up in the, I've got to take everybody. Right. But right. who is your, who is your sort of ideal you know, what I shouldn't say that's, that's a, I don't want to niche you into a thing. So who are people that you've been successful working with and, and maybe somewhere, you know, an example or two of, of somebody who wasn't quite a right, you know, may not be a right fit. Yeah. I, I mean, so, maybe personalized and maybe you shouldn't. Right. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, um, who doesn't work with us well are, uh, underfunded startups because we're, you know, we, we're an implementation coaching system. So we're going to sprint for 90 days to get things in motion. And if you want to continue with us after that, most people do, uh, our best clients have us as a partner for, for life. We're in the room with them all the time. Um, so the folks that are, that don't really have a business going yet, or they're a startup and they really don't have funding for that. I don't mind getting on the phone and telling them I'm not going to give them a growth plan. It's too intense uh, and it doesn't really apply to them, but we can give them ideas on what to do. Uh, there's a lot of startup videos out there on the YouTube on that. So that's not a good fit. Somebody that's not really coachable. They know all the answers. That's not a good fit. Uh, but a business that uh, they're hungry, they're coachable and they have a desire to 10 X where they are. You know, that's, I, I, I like people that are bold and they think, well, gosh, I don't even feel worthy of being 10 X where I am. And um, so I've 10 X in my business and uh, I've got a 10 X and a hundred X plan already in motion in my business. So we practice what we preach. So those are the best. If you're hungry and you're coachable and you have a, you have a real business, um, and you may have nailed down most aspects of it, but there's some aspect that's not. We're a business growth company, and so we we focus on the squeakiest wheel. Once we get that fixed, it's a lot like Eli Gorat said. It you know the constraint moves to somewhere else. <laughs> ah, and, perfect. Uh, Gold rat yeah. references are always appropriate. I was about to say that yeah. you you would you would do well to uh, to study gold rat. Too late. Oh, I should have gosh, already guessed that you uh, you were yeah. a student of yeah. the gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is amazing. An Israeli physicist that is uh, has done more to help manufacturing companies, and so I yeah, love that you know are, all about them too. This is fantastic. Yeah. You are you're yeah. an ideal best friend, Tim. I, uh, I, I <laughs> I'm not letting you go. That's it. We're staying on the yeah, line forever. That's good. Oh, that's yeah, great. I hope we can stay together. Yep, we'll connect uh, again for sure. This is cool. Yeah. So Tim, uh, I definitely. Uh, it sounds like folks. You know, I know people need this, you know, and so if yeah. people do, of course, I'll have links to make sure that they, they, yeah. they do reach out. It's been a real pleasure to spend time with you today. And if, you know, if I can do anything for you, 
definitely you uh you always got a place here where i can share if you've got stuff coming yeah. out but just for just for any old reason you know i, I would love yeah. let's uh we're definitely right. going to stay connected and uh where about you located if you don't mind me asking tim i'm actually uh geologists have figured this to be the center of the earth it's Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. So uh, <laughs> that was not a qualified geologist that told me that. I think that just like, <laughs> up in my mind, but uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we serve people all over the country and uh, most of them are out of state. Most of them live in the state of confusion. No, I, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not super serious uh, most of the time, but uh, we do serious work though. So. There is a, well, there's a magic to the mobility of, you know, the human. And also in, in the last couple of years, I imagine it's a fundamental change in your business. Did you find a real sort of restructuring of how you approach things because of the lack of like ease of getting in person with people? Yeah, we, most of our business is already built for the pandemic. And, uh, I vehemently disagreed with, uh, what essential businesses are, what unessential businesses are. I thought that was a crock. Anybody that has a customer that wants to buy from you makes your business essential, you know, and right. I'm, <laughs> I feel very deeply about that. And uh, some of the small guys that were the safest were the, were the most harshly treated in this process. And so uh, I, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we grew during the pandemic. We definitely lost some clients because, you know, they were shut down and, uh, but we're able to help a lot, a lot more people than I anticipated. And, uh, so it's, it's perfect for this, um, this kind of thing. And people get more and more comfortable talking about serious matters over a zoom call or over a telephone call or however, yeah, you know, things are held very, very privately and very confidentially. But yeah, so it's it's been it's been a good time, and I think we kind of stumbled into that too. So I'm I very think grateful. the uh, we all just got a PhD from the adversity university for the last <laughs> couple of years, Jeez. and uh, oh man, I hope that we, I hope that people recognize the lessons. I think that's the most important thing. There's nothing worse than having someone, you know go right. through an experience and then just come out of it thinking, I hope that doesn't happen again and not yeah. taking any, like, because even the hardest things have good lessons in them. And Absolutely. It, Absolutely. It's uh, it's something that we as humans, unfortunately, we're very good at kind of like, oh, if I just pretend that it didn't happen, it won't happen again. <laughs> like, no, uh, no, no. And yeah. I look, I, it's a human instinct thing. I know, I face it all the time myself. I mentor people and I struggle with my own day-to-day -day shit. <laughs> like I can help somebody else grow their business. And I'm like still just grinding out day after day, doing my thing, yeah. you know, it, but I enjoy yeah. it. And so I, oh, yeah. I lesson is, is worth it for me to, you know, it is getting better and I'm actually learning more and applying my own right. lessons to right. myself. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, I always say the, the thing when people ask me, you know, many years from now and they say, what's the greatest thing you've accomplished? I'll say it's that I helped somebody else accomplish the greatest thing in their life. Wow. I love that. That is I, awesome. <laughs> that so is I think that's really where we should good. all be. Yep. Very, very good.
Excellent word. Well, we're going to discover this stuff together. So thank you very, very much for spending the time. Tim Redmond, Redmond Growth. Uh, and of course, folks, they can go. You can email to tim at redmondgrowth.com. We'll have links to the website. And there's lots of great stuff just watching you speak. Tim, uh, like I said, it's I was already excited just watching you on video. And uh, yeah. you you made the rest of my day better. I already know in advance. So thank you for spending this time today. Forget it's a real blessing. Thank you.